This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the icon of vacations. Icon of the seas. Arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. Oh man, that puts me in the Christmas mood. Happy Hump Day, everybody. It's the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. Hey, how's it going? How are you doing? We're just doing the thing. Uh, we are doing the thing, and it is Hump Day. And what better. I need you to shut up right now. Okay, Tom Cruise, I need you to have a seat because um, that is not appropriate behavior. and that's... Don't you know what we're trying to do here? Well, I do, Tom Cruise. I do. We need to talk about Tom Cruise's temper. Actually, it needs to be more like this. Hold on. That was through a mask. Through a mask. Well done. So what are you talking about? Okay, so Tom Cruise went on a COVID rant uh, warning his Mission Impossible crew that they're bleeping gone if they break any more rules on set. He went off, and we have audio. I think we should really just start at the very beginning, uh, Sound of Music style, and listen to the rant from Tom Cruise. Now, I don't know how long of uh, a segment we're playing. It's a pretty extensive piece. I don't think we needed to listen to the whole thing, but uh, Holly, what do you got for us? Well, the whole thing is two minutes, 20 seconds long. Now, just tell me to stop when you've had enough. Now, are you sure you're playing the edited version? Yes, I have gone through, and I have... Because it's going to have to be edited. (laughs) Because there are a lot of bleeps in this one. Mm -hmm. So uh, this is the edited version of Tom Cruise addressing the cast and crew of Mission Impossible 7. You're back here in Hollywood making movies right now because of us! Because they believe in us and what we're doing! I'm on the phone with every studio at night! Insurance companies! Producers! And they're looking at us and using us to make their movies! We are creating thousands of jobs, you I don't ever want to see it again. Ever. And if you don't do it, you're fired. If I see you do it again, you're gone. And anyone on this crew does it. That's it. And you too. And you too. And you. Don't you ever do it again. Okay, so that's Tom Cruise. I feel Cruise. like that should have come with a trigger warning because right? it's yes. it's hard to listen to. It really is. And in yeah. fact, I read the account before I listened to the account, and this comes from the Sun. The Sun is the one who broke this. They got the audio, and uh, when I listened, when I read the account on their uh, website, and then listened to the audio, I had two different experiences. Right, like the first. And maybe we could talk about this trajectory because I feel like a lot of people have been sort of on this journey with the story. No doubt a lot of you've heard this story already that Tom Cruise kind of went off 
Um, but and, and we can talk about that trajectory in a minute, but I do want to just catch everybody up. So you heard that audio, and what you heard was Tom Cruise through a mask raging after allegedly spotting two of his crew members on Mission Impossible set standing within two meters of each other. Of course, in the United States, we would call that six feet. Right. And um, he's saying, it's hard to hear sometimes what he's saying. Luckily, the the uh, son, they have like all the words so that you can actually hear what he's saying. It says, if I see you do it again, you're bleeping gone. If anyone in this crew does it, that's it. And you two and you and you and you. And don't you ever bleeping do it again. And he goes on, essentially calling out the crew for standing too close, mm-hmm. uh, which is don't against stand. so don't close stand. to me. <laughs> Um, which of course runs afoul of their studio protocols. Mm-hmm. That's the story. Yeah. As I said, we all went on a journey because I think Colleen, mm-hmm. when you first read like Tom Cruise stands up for COVID protocols and taking things seriously in a time of pandemic, your first reaction is like, oh, that's cool. Right. If you're a person who is uh, also taking this all very seriously, who is watching, you know, how people are behaving in this time and wishing you are the person who in the grocery store line wishes that you could call out the person who's wearing their mask uh, below their nose. You you read that headline and you think, yeah, go get him, Tom Cruise. Thank you. Like, tell the people what's what. Yes. Yeah, right? Like, so I think a lot of people had that reaction, and I did. I mean, I was like, okay, I generally dislike Tom Cruise. It's a long story. Listen to our show. Maybe we should do an episode of Go Deep in the Shallow, our podcast next season, about Tom Cruise, because he's real easy to go deep in the shallow on. Mm -hmm. It's a long story, is my point. But for the average lay consumer of celebrity pop culture, celebrities standing up and speaking forcefully, Against the, you know, ne'er-do-wells of COVID protocols. Okay, that sounds great. Can I also just add one thing? Yeah. That this is, uh, this is also indicative of a tendency that we have to only read the headline and then mm-hmm. not go forward into the rest of the story and read the report or even the report of the report. Mm-hmm. So, yes, the headline is sexy. I'm here for the headline. But once you start eating the meat of the story, uh, you start to get a little gut rot. Get a little gut rot. Get a little dyspepsia. Yeah, maybe a little salmonella. And then you do what we just did, which is listen. And that's scary. If you have ever had somebody yell at you, and I just go back to childhood. I don't Me know if too. you've ever had oh. somebody in your life yell at <laughs> you the way Tom Honey. Cruise did. Honey, it's not therapy. No, but you know, <laughs> but. But it could be. So if you've ever had that experience, it's terrifying yes. to hear his voice because the way the violence in the tone of his voice is palpable. And I'm, I don't think I'm overselling it, um, which when I heard that then leads me to a whole lot of thoughts about Tom Cruise that I don't know m- most of the audience has also had or is having and that's where i think we can go deep in the shallow and that's where i know other people have gone so if you've been following the story on on social media you may have started to see people react to tom cruise's outburst based on what they know about tom cruise and what is the biggest thing 
we know about Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is the right-hand man of one David Miscavige, who's the de facto leader of the Church of Scientology, who also has a reputation um, for being very unhinged and leading with intimidation. Yeah, that's exactly like if you have read the accounts, as you said, of David Miscavige, he this is how he deals with people. Mm -hmm. He shows his uh, power um, through, you know, bullying through force. Right. Mm hmm. And so one of the first things I saw in response to this Tom Cruise story, because I did that thing where I was like, oh, I mean, I guess right now we need to like remind people, it's a good opportunity to remind people, like, take this seriously because people's jobs are on the line. I think that sounds like a good message. But also it's Tom Cruise and we can't lose sight of the fact that here is a person who is part of an abusive cult, mm-hmm. to put it plainly. And Mike Rinder, a former member, highly placed member in the Church of Scientology, who's now an ex-member of Scientology. And if you've been following the Scientology story or watching the Leah Remini documentary, uh, documentary series on A&E or reading her book, you know that Mike Rinder is an outspoken critic of Scientology and people like Tom Cruise specifically. Right. And one of the things he tweeted right after the story uh, came out um, kind of sums up what I think a lot of us with experience of Tom Cruise in Scientology Uh, would rightly think, quote, this abusive side of Tom Cruise is not often seen. He learned from his buddy David Miscavige. Sounds just like him. Same language, same inflection, same I have the world on my shoulders and you're bleeping me over routine. He probably leaked this thinking it makes him sound tough. Which is all so very believable because that is very much the motive of members, high-ranking members of the Church of Scientology is to make themselves look intimidating. Um, and that they believe, therefore, that makes them look strong. Absolutely. Now, I, I saw the the Mike Rinder tweet that sort of, you know, reminded me to sort of check this through the lens of Scientology. But I know you were reading a piece in the Daily Beast that talks about this and reminds us some other things to pay attention to when contemplating Tom Cruise's opinion about some people on his uh, movie set. So that's what I love about this uh, article in the Daily Beast. It's written by Marlo Stern and the headline and the headline is what gripped me, right? Because like you said, I'd already gone on that journey where my first impulse was, oh yeah, like, get, you know, give it to them. Uh, people should be following the rules. We need to jerk the chain a little bit. Go Tom Cruise. Oh wait, hold on a second. Then I listened to it and don't go Tom Cruise, right? So uh, I went on that journey as well. So the headline is, Stop Praising Tom Cruise for Berating His Crew. And then this Marlo Stern lays out three reasons why uh, this is problematic. And this is what I appreciated because it hit on so many things all at the same time. Number one, very simply, it's never acceptable behavior to curse out and threaten your subordinates. I mean, that's rule number one. Right? So, you know, the way he's speaking to people, regardless of who he is or what his motives are um, or what he's actually saying, the words he was using and the tone he was using, that is not an effective leadership technique. It just is not. Okay? You are not. Go to the leadership section of Barnes and Noble, and I promise you, you will not grab a book off the shelf that says, yell at your subordinates, scream them into submission. It It does not work. So that's just number one. And I thought, well, okay, I'm in. Sold. What's next? 
Second, uh, Marlo Stern calls to question the things that Tom Cruise is saying about how he is somehow, you know, all eyes on him for how to safely do a, a movie, a blockbuster movie in this time of COVID. Um, hold the phone. Let's all rewind a few months. Do you remember the movie Tenet? Mm-hmm. Um, do you remember that he was, Tom Cruise, was absolutely pushing people to go to the theater to see that film, even though at that time, the, the it was most of the voices in uh, the, the, the loud and important voices around the pandemic were advising against going to a theater. So infectious disease experts were like, no, theaters are not the place to be. And Tom Cruise was like, screw it. Everybody go see Tenet, right? So are we now looking to him to be our expert of COVID? Um, Yeah, it just seems a little too um, convenient Mm -hmm. that in this moment that Tom Cruise would be uh, looking for, or I should say it seems a little too convenient that he would show up with you know, the the perfect message. Also, when you listen to the message, you realize it's not perfect for all the reasons we've mentioned. And then number three, Scientology, which we've already touched on. So, again... You can't... And, and the point there is you cannot trust Tom Cruise to speak with authority on really anything at this point because this is a gentleman who is bought and paid for by an organization that has literally, on the record ruined people's lives it is corrupt and abusive yeah i'll say it um and i wish we could talk about this longer uh but we can't uh because tom cruise will yell at us if we do <laughs> when we come back on the Colin <laughs> Brothers show, it's time to get all the dirt straight from hollywood with a dirt alert uh from holly on my talk 1071 this is a my talk dirt alert Roberts is here with all the dirt from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. That was a beautiful song, Colleen. Thank you so much. Thank you. You know, I wanted to circle back to the Tom Cruise conversation that you guys were having in the previous segment. And, uh, you know, there are some headlines Mm. that if you dig a little deeper into the timeline of the production of Mission Impossible 7, they have been getting a lot of flack this whole entire year for filming during the pandemic. Headlines dating back to March saying, yes, Tom Cruise is still filming stunts for Mission Impossible 7 despite COVID pandemic. That was back in March. In October of this year, uh, the Daily Telegraph over in the UK was criticizing Tom Cruise for filming Mission Impossible 7 in a Rome hospital surrounded. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and and keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash btpod50 and use code btpod50 to get 50% off. That's code btpod50 at factormeals.com slash btpod50 to get 50% off. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. By COVID-19 patients. See, there's so much to this. Really what you're saying is he's playing a role to benefit the, you know, the PR of, for the movie. Yeah. Right? Like, I'm going to put on a performance. One of you is going to record it. And then we're going to leak it, and then we're going to look like we're taking this seriously. Right, because right. they're, I mean, they, and also it paints that, the, like, the very, be- I'm sorry, I'm going to put my words together and then say them. The very beginning of that rant, he's saying, I'm on the phone with studios all night. Oh, man. Everybody's t- talking to me. Hello. Um, he, he's He's trying to position himself as, again, the savior of studio films in the time of covid and what we're seeing in the evidence shows that mm, maybe he hasn't really been so careful you know and that piece of audio very compelling when you first hear it because my initial emotional reaction to that leaked tom cruise audio was like headline tom cruise is a human being Mm -hmm. has emotions but then once you start digging into it, like you guys have done so excellently. Thank you. Is that this is a very strategic piece of audio that was planted to send a very specific message mm-hmm. about what Tom Cruise and company are doing on the set of Mission Impossible 7. And the message he thinks it's sending might be different than the message that people are receiving. Well, also, it's just the hubris and the ego mm. of people who don't understand that we have brains. We can see what you're doing. And I'm going to Oh, bless you. Woo. Oh, bless oh, you twice. I'm sorry, just the emotion could not that come was big, man. out of me any faster. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Your thoughts, Bradley? Or are you finished? No, my thought was... Uh, Came out in a sneeze. <laughs> it, it was what I said, which was... Now I don't remember because the sneeze rendered me uh, forgetful. What was I saying? Um, no, he thinks that we're so dumb. Oh, like yeah. It's that thing that... like people with lots of power do where they think like haha i'm so much smarter than the rest of the world because i have all this power and influence no actually that's not the case you're not any smarter than the rest of us who have brains so we can see that you're trying to you know change the uh, the trajectory of pr for this particular movie because you've been getting a lot of bad press in you know for filming at a time of of pandemic which you know right or wrong or what have you doesn't matter it's like i can see that you're playing a role tom cruise and like you're not even that good at it yeah he's not no no very well so we'll move on to some (laughs) some news in the world of hollywood other productions that are filming right now include jackass 4 Oh, man, I forgot about this. I was going to make them my D-bags today. Oh, no. Oh, well, Jackass stars Steve-O and Johnny Knoxville have been hospitalized two days into filming that movie. So this is 20 years after the series first launched. The crew reunited to start production on the fourth film. And, well, Steve-O and Johnny are in the hospital okay. two days after starting shooting. Do you know why I was going to call them D-bags for this? No. Why? Okay, because, first of all, they're filming a movie called Jackass. I've seen the other Jackasses. And they are um, mind-numbingly stupid in terms of the risks that they 
pose to them their own selves, right? What are we trying to not do right now? Be risky. Overwhelm the hospital system. Mm-hmm. And these two yahoos have done, like, as a mother, when I see my children doing things that are potentially damaging, it is then my job to be like, hello, adult, fully formed prefrontal cortex. What you're doing right now, it might pose a potential problem and risk to your body. You might want to dial it down. Yeah. Because what, as mm-hmm. I say at my house, I don't feel like going to the hospital today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we should all not feel like going to the hospital today because we want the hospital to be for people who have actual legit emergencies, mm-hmm. not people who put themselves intentionally in harm's way for the purpose of entertainment. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So I don't know. Listen, am, am I really the market for watching no. 40-something Man boys uh, put themselves in harm harm's way. No. Nope. So am I going to sign off on this? Nope. Absolutely not. Thank you. Oh, good. We got a little sprinkling of. Oh, I feel good. Oh, geez. I really did need to unload that. I didn't realize. (laughs) (sighs) And finally, just want to give you some casting news on the Whitney Houston biopic. They've cast actress Naomi Ackie in the lead role. Apparently, her audition process was incredible. And uh, this is the official Whitney Houston biographical film that is produced by the estate of Whitney. Oh, okay. I I will look forward to seeing that. Uh, You know, in the next couple of years. Right. It'll be around. Yeah. Uh, Thank you, Holly, for that dirt alert. Hey, we need some to play our 30 second pop culture challenge 651 641 1071 30 seconds five pop culture questions if you get them all right you win a prize we do it every day at 12 30 on the colleen and bradley show on my talk 1071 we're going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions we do it every day at 12 30 right here on the colleen and bradley show on my talk 1071 streaming live at my talk 1071.com Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey, and this is your 30 second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. Who's on the phone today, Holly? Who's on the phone today, Holly? We have Alexis. We have Alexis on the line, and what is Alexis playing for? Alexis is playing for this. I believe Alexis is playing for an advanced movie screening, digital style, of the movie Promising Young Woman. I'm kind of locked out of my thing. So I, that's what I think that you're right. getting, Alexis, if you win. It'll be a surprise. All right. Mystery prize. Alexis, the timer will begin after I ask the first question. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Here we go. Who stars in the movie musical The Greatest Showman? Hugh... Jackman. Who is Dennis the Menace's neighbor? Mr. Wilson. Khloe Kardashian was married to what NBA player? Tristan. They weren't married. Which one was she married to? Oh. (laughs) Olivia Pope was the lead character in what primetime drama? Scandal. Andy Cohen hosts what Bravo talk show? Ah, I knew that was going to happen. I'm sorry, honey. Alexis, bye. We're sorry you didn't win the 30-second pop culture challenge. However, you can try again tomorrow because we do it every day at 1230 right here on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Okay, and now that we've answered, nope, we have not answered all those questions. Let's answer the ones she did not get correct. All right, so Chloe uh, Kardashian was married to which NBA player? That would be Lamar Odom. And Andy Cohen hosts what Bravo talk show? Watch what 
happens live. Live. And now that we've answered all those questions, we can move on to solve some mysteries. And we do that in the form of blind items, which Holly's brought for us in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Oh, just a sprinkling of some hot gossip for Colleen and Bradley to solve. Here we go. This A-plus list singer who got her start on reality television and is married to a celebrity told a fan to bleep off this week when the fan asked to take a photo. Ooh. Oh, that's Catherine McPhee. Okay, fine. She's not A-plus list. She wishes she was. I suppose you're right. That's a good point. That's a good point. Um, A-plus list. Um, who got married to a celebrity? Yes. Who is the celebrity that she's married to? I mean, you don't have to tell us the name, but, but like, like what, what kind field? of celebrity? He is a sports guy. Oh. Mm. Well, everyone knows. It's Carrie Underwood. Oh, who's she married to? That sport guy. Okay. The hockey guy. Yeah. He yeah. plays that uh, game with the hockey on okay. ice. <laughs> the stick. So. Yeah. Carrie Underwood, (laughs) who got her start on American Idol and is married to a Mm -hmm. hockey player, told a fan to bleep off this week when the fan asked to take a photo. That is aggressive. Very. Really? Do you think she did that? Was she drunk? I mean, I just feel like that's why would you do that? She was she wanted them to bleep (laughs) off. Yeah, okay, uh, she's, calm down. she's married uh, to Mike Fisher, by the way. <laughs> Former professional ice hockey center. It's the- just weird. I For some reason, I don't see Carrie Underpants telling somebody to bleep off, but I could be wrong. Well, well that's why it's all the more surprising. Yeah. I know. I see what you're saying. Also, just, you know, she's had a couple weird years. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, you know what I mean? Like, uh, she had that whole accident situation, and then she wanted us... To know that someday she was going to tell the whole story. Why are you looking at me like that? Was that Carrie Underwood? Yeah. Yeah, remember when she Why had an accident? Why did I not accident? think that was Carrie Underwood? I thought that was somebody else. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Totally Carrie Underwood. Like, had the accident. Something happened to her face. She was like, when I'm ready, I'll tell you oh, the yeah. whole story. And yeah, then, yeah, yeah. And then we saw her face, and we were like, there's nothing wrong with your face. And then she was like, but there's a story, and when I'm ready, I'll tell it. And then... The she story was like, she told, fell. she was like, I fell. And we were like, that's the story. Yeah, like, my dog's ready to tell. Leash got caught on the fence outside yeah. and I tripped. AKA, I had to make up a story because I didn't want to tell you about what my husband did. Yeah. So, what I'm guess I'm that's saying the anyway. that's the rumor. What I guess what I'm saying is she's um, got some pent up aggression because she's been keeping some secrets and she's trying to. And I can imagine that that would make a girl, you know, a woman, I should say. Get real <laughs> aggravated when somebody wants something from you. Uh-huh. Maybe you're just having a bad day. We all get it cranky. Happens, you had a bad day. day. Nice American Idol tie in there with that thank song. You. Good Thank job. you for seeing me. Ding That's ding. what I was doing. <laughs> thank you. Ding ding Here's dong. another. Oh. Celebrity gossip mystery to solve. This A-list momager went on a rampage last night, and the online tabloid listened. They made a cheating story seem totally innocent. The illiterate reality star is an idiot for thinking anything will change. That would be Chris Jenner. Speaking of Khloe Kardashian's significant other, Tristan Thompson, and the lunch he had with, quote, another woman that turned out to be his assistant. Oh, I didn't see that story. Good one. Mm-hmm. So the A-list momager went on a rampage last night. 
and the online tabloid, I'm assuming TMZ, listen to Kris Jenner. Because they made a cheating story seem totally innocent, and Khloe Kardashian, NT lawyer, thinks is an idiot for thinking anything with her relationship with Tristan Thompson will change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we know that. Thank you. Right, like, we're not dumb. Uh, but, we're not the dumb, like, don't gaslight us. Yeah. We see the thing. Your daughter does not. Which seems to me you're barking up the wrong tree. Like, don't try to change our perception of the situation. Yeah. Maybe work a little bit harder on explaining to your daughter the oft-quoted uh, once a cheater, always a cheater. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, Or how about just, like... Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, you can't get fooled again, or whatever the saying is. That is it. Thank oh. you. We won't get fooled again. Thank you, Alice Cooper. That was Roger Daltrey. Oh, sorry. Moving on. <laughs> uh, school's not out for summer, but we've got another celebrity gossip. School is never in. Yeah, because school's year. Yeah, because school is. Uh, let's not get yeah, go down. Let's not talk about it because it's really a soft space. Yeah. Let's talk about this next celebrity gossip mystery. Continuing our long and storied tradition of promoting and enabling and supporting sex traffickers and rapists and child sex traffickers, this permanent A-plus list hosted the same for the recently arrested foreign-born sex trafficker. Oh, so is Peter Nygaard? Yes. Oofed. Now, I don't know if she has said anything uh, as of recently about this, but Oprah was a guest at Peter Nygaard's residence in the Bahamas. Oh. And as well as a uh, noted uh, Jeffrey Epstein friend, Prince Andrew, paid just, a visit. I, so, I want to say something. What? I just want to, this should come with that reminder that everybody needs to have, which is to be very careful about who you put on a pedestal. Thank you. That's all. Um, yeah, absolutely. And um, specifically where Oprah's concerned, this keeps happening for one very obvious reason. So obvious. Oprah is a billionaire. I yes. don't know how much money she got. She, <laughs> she got, got a lot of money. And with, so with a B. There are which... like five other people. Mm-hmm. Did you just call her a B? No. Look, B. we like Oprah. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying she makes a lot of money. No, I know what you're doing. Billionaire. Uh, billionaire. <laughs> but my point is... There are like five other billionaires. Okay, there's actually a lot more, and it's a problem, and I don't even have time, and this is not the place. But there are small social circles for people like this. Mm -hmm. And if you don't think that money is more of a common denominator among these people than their like personalities or brands, then you are fooling yourself. Like You live in this world where you think Oprah is just gallivanting through her sunflower patch and picking zucchinis and just sitting Is in this her tub. A euphemism for <laughs> saying like, you know, like she's always in her like f- giant garden. Yeah. I'm like, no, actually she's at a cocktail party with Peter Nygaard right. because they have common, you know, like they're, they're accountant, accountants, uh, the, the, the firm uh, of accountants they have, are the same like the they share the same uh bubble do you think they just sit around talking about like how filthy rich they are like because that's the thing they have in common i mean probably but i just just to finish um up sorry my point i went into like fantasy no no no, i get it but just to finish up my point it's not that i'm saying oprah is like signing off on peter nygaard's sex trafficking no but like 
they don't have to go there, right? Like their their relationship isn't that deep, but right. their relationship on the surface is because of their shared wealth, right? And so that's why we keep seeing these stories pop up, and that's why I wish Oprah would make some sort of acknowledgement of that privilege in her life. And it's not just Oprah. It's easy because we talk about pop culture to hold her more accountable because she's just a focus in our our world of Mm -hmm. pop culture. And a household name. But she's not the only babillionaire. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Um, that you would recognize who probably has pictures with Peter Nygaard, Jeffrey Epstein, Harvey Weinstein, Matt Lauer. At Al. Like all of them, right? Yeah. (sighs) Anyways, that's my blind items when we come (sighs) back on the Colleen and Bradley show. Um, You know, we haven't had a real opportunity lately to catch up with a new publicationship we've had our eye on uh what's a publicationship bradley it's a relationship for pun listening and what's a whoosh that is rebel wilson and jacob p boosh i know that you get real verklempt when we talk about them but you know they just have not been popping up Mm -mm. together a lot recently which don't even get me started on that Or do, because we'll talk about when we come back. But we have a new picture that we need to analyze of the two of them together after this on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. So we love to follow publationships. Uh, we identify them and then we don't leave them alone. What is a publationship, Bradley? A relationship for publicity. We like to give them little nicknames, and this one is called Whoosh. <laughs> what is a Whoosh? It's uh, Rebel Wilson, actress extraordinaire, and health fitness guru nut, uh, and Jacob P. Bush, <laughs> the, one of the Anheuser Busch hairs. Uh, Hairs. He's a hair to the bush. The bush. <laughs> He's a hair to the bush. Oh, that's a bad choice of words. Okay, continue. So we have been kind of following them because they do this whole thing constantly where they're like, hey, we're a couple. See how coupley we are? We're out there doing couple things, having romantic dinners on the beach, um, you know, like hugging each other in hotel hallways, like they're always trying to look like they're doing coupley things, right? Which is one of the mm-hmm. ways that we can like spot the publicationship. We're like, okay, like there's never any pictures of them just like sitting there. They're always doing something coupley. Well, they haven't 
been po- like neither of them have posted a whole lot together lately. In fact, it's been a really long time since we've seen a picture of them together doing any coupley things. Yeah, it's usually her and she's out with like some bestie and they're having a pajama party and then he's like out for a run with the shirt off and it it's like we it's always like something like morning run boo and I don't know what the boo part stands Malibu. for. Malibu. Oh, yeah. look at you. Here for you. Because he's in Malibu. Uh-huh. So they're hiking in Boo now. They're hiking in the Boo. Nobody and calls it the Boo. Nobody calls It's like calling it, like, Frisco, like San Francisco. Or Cali. Or calling Minneapolis the Minneapolis. Nobody does or that. Or no. Minneapolis. No. No. So anyway, they're hiking in the Boo. <laughs> and um, he's... Uh, okay, so there's so many things going on in this picture that we have to dissect. First of all... Um, I believe they're attempting to embrace. He's sort of behind her and she's in front of him and he has one arm around her and she's holding on to his arm. So it's supposed to maybe look like they're affectionate to each other. Bradley, do you buy any affection? In no, this I in fact, I've previously said and just a few minutes ago said every photo of them together looks unnatural it gives you like weird secondhand it's like embarrassment and it's right? like him grabbing onto her like hey this is my lady and she's like hey. now i will grant you that i think part of that is because i'm gonna like give you best case worst case okay. best case scenario is like maybe they have some feelings for each other but like public displays of affection are not her strong suit could be so that's entirely plausible as a theory i think that's the best case. The worst case is that they are in a total sham relationship. They do not have any sort of intimate connection with one another and are totally with each other for the purpose of publicity. The truth, probably somewhere in between. Sure. I don't know where the line is, but I tend to think the needle is more towards um, total fa- uh, fake sham. Sorry, I almost got my words mixed up and that almost <laughs> sounded bad. Okay, so can we talk about the second thing that is so uncomfortable for me about this photograph? Yeah. Can you guess what it is? That, uh... He's totally half naked. Oh, sure. And she's, like, head to toe fully clothed, which reminds you of that weird snap on the beach with Bradley Cooper and Jennifer Garner and Bradley Cooper's daughter, where clearly she didn't get the, somebody didn't get the wardrobe memo, right? Yeah. So I'm looking at this picture and I'm thinking, what's going on there? Um, I I think yeah. What? Go ahead. I think he his soul his raison d'être, if you will. Oh, look at he you. He a fancy oh, word. so fancy today. It's Wednesday. His we got raise, a raison d'etre. His, his reason deeter <laughs> is, uh, his raison deeter, uh, is to be naked yeah. and hot. Right. Like that's I agree his, with you. That's his thing. Right. That's what he is. And insofar as that serves to push, like she's been, do- see, this is so sad and I'm, I'm pro, I hope I'm being cynical, but this is what I think. Okay. She's like, it. I need a hottie to make me look sexy because this is my year of health. Hey. So mm-hmm. to up my game, I gotta get, like, I have to have something half naked and attractive attached to me, which oh, is Jacob, just, look at you, you're available and you need some help with your image. And also like, oh, look, I'm worthy of you now because I've focused on my fitness for a year. Which is like counter actually to the narrative that she's trying to push, which is that 
you know, they were in love before she went on her year of health. Really, why didn't we see you out? No, you guys out? have lied about this entire experience. Yeah. What, whatever the truth is, whatever you've been presenting online is not the truth. I'd like to add one thing to consider, because we've talked about the fact that we really think like some of this, um, some of what she's doing is trying to rebrand herself as more of a romantic lead um, versus the roles she's been playing in movies. Can we just, when you look at the pictures of her with him and they're trying to look romantic, are you getting romantic lead vibes? No, zero. There is no sexual tension between yes, these two whatsoever. Why I want to say, like, and the fact that they're trying so hard makes it even more. It's like when your significant other's like, you know, like, like humping your leg. You're like, okay, well, that's actually not turning me on right now. Like, stop trying so hard. Why, why like, do maybe I really if you just sit in this space a little bit, give longer. me a look from across the room with a. Right. arched eyebrow like don't try so hard yeah like mm-hmm. if like no like get off of me no right. this is not hot right and also if you are trying to get hot you don't do it with a photographer in the desert or coast at the coast like in the somebody's boob. taking that photo yeah. and was like hey grab her and look all up well, in each other's business and here's my favorite part about it if this is the one that they ended up posting <laughs> You know, there's like, like the 50 20 other ones. I want to see the outtakes. <laughs> yeah. Because there's nothing hot about this. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I want her to be happy. I'm not saying yes, I don't. absolutely. She deserves it. I just don't think she is. That's all. No. Hump something, but getting, you're not humping him. Thank you. She's getting bad advice. When we come back, very important question. What is the fast food restaurant you've never tried? Not only are we going to hear what that restaurant is, but Bradley and I are going to give you a recommendation of what to try once you get there. 651-641-1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Baker's, fresh for everyone.